there, everybody, and welcome to my favorite part of the day, the hope behind the music. This is where you can tune in and hear all the stories behind the songs that you love and maybe songs that you're about to love because you haven't heard them yet. So today I'm kind of beside myself. I'm being like a little schoolgirl, giddy, chills everywhere, just beyond stoked, going to use my old 80s word, to have this guest today. I am a total rocker girl, going to admit it. I find a lot of power in listening to rock. There is just this particular band that rocked my world, rocked my faith. Um, It's something that I can be proud and listen to and work out on those days where I am having just a lot of anger building up about, you know, Cody or whatever it is going on. And I just want to shout out at Little D. I can just put this amazing music in and just really feel like I'm punching out the devil, which is kind of cool. So you know what? It is my absolute honor to introduce to you guys today, Michael Sweet of Striper. Michael, welcome. Hey, how are you? It's great to be here. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited if you can't tell. <laughs> no, I thought you were I thought you were leading into a Petra. <laughs> no. <laughs> no way. No, but they're good. They're yeah, we just we just did a show with Petra over in Puerto Rico and great guys, legendary band. They they were fantastic. Yeah, cause yeah, see, so I kinda love them too. But this is this is all about stripers. So we're <laughs> we're just elated and blessed to have you. And you know, Michael, this is what I really want to start out with because a lot of people tuning in right now, or my little friend that's tuning in, they might not listen to metal music. And this certainly isn't the normal music I play six days a week. On Sundays I play you like crazy and some of your music during the week. It's certainly different for them. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you the big difference with striper. I think a lot of people think metal, they hear the the, the word metal and they think one particular stri- style of music. It's real heavy. It's real dark. It's real this. It's real that. The thing about Striper that's different, yes, we're a hard rock slash metal band, but we grew up, you know, in a musical family of all types of music. My parents are country uh, musicians, country writers, uh, rhythm and blues. My dad used to sound like Elvis. and uh, He had a band in the 50s. And, you know, I grew up listening to everything from Pavarotti to Elvis Presley, to Creedence Clearwater Revival, to Bob Dylan, to, I mean, you name it. And that's what I listened to, and that's what I grew up with. And then as I got uh, older and became a teenager, I started listening to bands from that era that I like, personally, rock bands of the time. But what's really interesting about Striper is we incorporate a lot of melody. There's a lot that goes into our music. It's not your typical metal, you know? You can sing along to it. You can you can remember the lyrics. You can remember the You can melody. understand the lyrics. You can. And it makes us, it sets us apart from pretty much any other metal band out there. Well, Michael, your voice. So if you go to YouTube and find any Striper song and you go down in the comments, like it's pretty clear not everybody is Christian that is listening to you, but the comments are hands down. You are amazing. Your voice, the drums, your guitarists, I mean, everything is just superb. And you're right. It's not just screaming and yelling. And it's not just this chaotic music. It's melodic. And it is. It is. It's melodic. And the other thing about it, too, is we really go out of our way to mix it in a way where you can understand everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. You can, like you said, you can hear the lyrics. Mm-hmm. And there's a certain, I like to say anointing, because mm-hmm. I think it's anointed, but there's a certain joy that comes out of the music, where you, when you're listening, you, you kind of have no choice but to smile. Smile and, and have uh, power. 
I want to yeah. tell you, I feel pumped. I've been going through a really hard time, really hard time lately. And I put this music in and I'm not kidding you, chills from head to toe. And I'm feeling pumped with each song that yeah. comes on. You're just feeling pumped and empowered and just you think you couldn't feel closer to God and you just do. So my question for you, Michael, is when did you come to know the Lord? Was this something that was just in your in your home? Well, what happened was uh, when I was quite young, I was, uh, you know, 11 uh, soon to be 12, going into my 12th year, for uh, quite a period of time, my brother was watching Jimmy Swagger on television. And he started watching, and he was interested, and then he got, uh, slowly but surely, the rest of the family to start watching as well. And eventually, believe it or not, as an entire family, we said the sinner's prayer in front of the television, wow. which is kind of crazy. You That's know, it amazing. doesn't usually happen that way. Uh, soon after that, we went and got uh, involved in a Baptist church, Southern Baptist local church, and started going to church and singing on the uh, on the choir and part of the t- music team and everything. And eventually, we fell away. My brother and I started playing the Hollywood club scene, and we fell away and didn't want it. We weren't interested in going to church any longer. That was from the age of 13, late 13 to uh, 20. And at the age of 20 is when I rededicated my life along with my brother and then with the guitar player Oz and the bass player Tim, who were both raised in Christian families as well and fell away. We all rededicated our lives together. And that's when we became Striper. I love it. I, I so that's it. why that's why we're a little different in the mm-hmm. sense that yes, we are Christian guys in a band, but we were a rock band on the L.A. club scene for years. You've seen it. It's, You've seen yeah, the brokenness. It, we You've lived, been there exactly. Mm-hmm. So we that's why we when we became Striper, we were able to relate to a lot of these kids mm. that were listening to us at the time. You know, and still are. They're just not kids anymore. They're yeah. they're adults. We're all grown up. <laughs> yeah, we are. We're all grown up, and, and we're a little older. But you know what? We're still young at heart, right? I am. I think sometimes my kids say I act like I'm 13. <laughs> yeah, I do. I'm I act proud like of a it. kid. And I think that's what keeps us going and keeps us uh, happy and, and and motivated to do more and more. So there you go. Absolutely. Now, our first song that we're going to start with is Yahweh. Where did you come up with the Yahweh? Where was your heart in this? Was there purpose? It. Well, it started with the guitar riff that was uh, submitted to me by a guy by the name of Clint Lowry. It's that initial, the opening riff. And I took that guitar idea and I ran with it and completed the song and added all the parts that weren't there and the melody and the lyrics. Once I had the music, the music was so powerful and so diverse. I felt like the only lyric that could go hand in hand with that would be the story of Christ being crucified. And that's when I went right to the Bible and pulled directly from the Bible. Mm. And it's it's like it's like listening to The Passion of the Christ, the movie. It is, absolutely. And I, I for one, when this one started, this was when I got the chills because I hadn't gotten to listen to the whole album. Your manager sent it over to me and I was sitting listening to it. That was the first one on the new CD entitled Fallen. And I'm not kidding you, Michael. I had chills in my earlobes all the way down. And as I and, and I my my listeners know, my little friends that are tuning in, that I am a lyric person. The yeah. music can rock, but if the lyrics aren't good, if the lyrics aren't speaking to me, I cannot force myself to like the song. I can't do I it. I know. I so, know. And you're brilliant in your songwriting, by the way. 
just... Well, you know what? I try to make sure that there's a story there, but not just a regular story, but a story that's going to leave the listener with something to go look for. You know, I want people to go pick up their Bible and, and, and read it for themselves and then read on and discover much more. Or if it's not directly taken from the Bible, maybe an experience I've gone through, something I've experienced that I can somehow inspire and encourage people not to make the same mistake or what have you. So I try to write about all different sorts of things. That song in particular is just the powerful message of what Christ went through for us when he was crucified. All right, let's get everybody out of suspense. I can't wait any longer. We have to share the song. Enjoy, everybody. Prepare to rock your socks off with the song Yahweh by Striper.
Michael, that was amazing. I'm feeling pumped. That was just the best. Love it, love it, love it. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. That that is the longest song we've ever done in terms of tempos. It's got four different tempo changes. It's probably the most diverse song we've ever done too. But it doesn't feel long because you're just having fun. So yeah, but exactly. I'm, it works somehow, right, and it, it, like work you out. said, it doesn't feel that long. But it's it's six and a half minutes long. So I was gonna go to the Rhapsody. You know the Galileo. Oh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a yeah. Long, that's a long song. Stripers it, entitled. We're talking it's about It's funny Jesus. that it's funny that you say that because I. <laughs> I just said in an interview earlier today that that's kind of like our Bohemian Rhapsody. Well, there you, you know? go. I love it. It's awesome. All right. So we have two more songs and we're going to run out of time and I don't want to run out of time. So the next song is Fallen, which I can't even pick one song on this album I didn't like, honestly. But Fallen, I love for numerous reasons. And I know your heart has something to say about it. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, musically, it's a real straight ahead, powerful song. But lyrically, you know, it might seem odd to some people, hopefully not, but it's it's about Lucifer. It, it, it's telling the story of who Satan was when he was in heaven, you know, when he was created. Which he was Lucifer. He was the angel of music. When he walked, music played. He was a, one of the most beautiful beings ever to be created. And I sometimes it's not that we try to lose sight of that, and it's important to keep sight of that, but I think people don't know that. You know, they think the devil's always been the devil. Well, that's not true. He tried to take over heaven and God kicked Lucifer out with a third of the angels. And that's what this song's about. How once you were so beautiful and as I said, when you walk the music play, but now you're fallen. You know, because of your pride and the ugliness of that, you try to take over. You were kicked out of heaven and, and now you're fallen. The end is calling. You're fallen. And that's what the song's about. I've had some people say, gosh, why would you write a song about Lucifer? And it's like, well, you know, I wanted this album to be a bit of a Bible study. It is a, a little bit of a concept album and it takes you through the Bible. And, you know, Let There Be Light talks about uh, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Uh, and he said, let there be light. I mean, when you listen to this whole album, you're going to feel like you just had a little Bible study, really. Well, you really are. But with you are. Yeah, really yeah, great music and this amazing voice that Michael has. Amazing, amazing. And the drums and the guitar. Well, so I am a drum you. girl, by the way. I Oh, hey. Well, I go you know, my crazy. brother's a drummer. Well, tell Robert's him, a drummer. Tell your brother, I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. I love it. <laughs> His drumming just uh I love it. It's amazing, yeah. amazing, amazing. Moves me. Gets me working he's out. He's got his own style. Rob's got it. He always has. He's, he's referred to as the visual timekeeper and because he's so visual. When you watch yeah. us live, he's always doing something, you know? Well, and it's so cool that the two of you are doing it together. But I want to talk about Little D is what I call him. Little D. And I refuse to put like a capital D when I'm spelling devil. Like we just can't be giving him yep. more credit. And I think yep. you're right. We don't talk about who he was or where he came from and the story. And I, I think you're also accurate. I think most people really either forget it or weren't taught that he was an angel. And he's not some red guy with horns. He can disguise himself as everything you want and trick Absolutely. you. Absolutely. And, and I think, too, I come from the school of I feel like we give the devil too much credit. And what oh, I mean by that is yes. every, I, a lot of people are always saying, oh, the devil made me do this. The devil made me do that. Oh, the devil did this. The devil that. Yeah, the devil does a lot. But we do a lot ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, we do a lot on our own. Sometimes it's not without the devil's help. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just think that like the devil has no power over us at all. None. Unless give you give it too, to him. We do. Mm-hmm. We give him too much power. So, you know, it, it's so true. And uh, God is our power. And we put our faith in him and absolutely none uh, with or for the devil whatsoever. So, Without further ado, let's listen to the song Fallen by Striper. Thank you. 
right, so now we're walking through the Bible, Michael. We're listening to music, rocking out. We're having a great time. That is one fantastic song. Really grateful that you actually had the courage to even come out with that song, because I'm sure you might have thought there's going to be some backlash, right? But you Yeah, know. I, I took a little heat for it. Some people were like, why are you writing a song about the devil? Or, and that's the name of the album, you know? And it just felt right to write a song explaining who he was. The point being of what pride, which is going to lead into the next song, of what pride can do. Absolutely. You know, pride can banish us all and destroy us. Absolutely. No, I, I'm grateful for the song and you will get no argument from me, no scolding from me. I'm welcoming these songs. So now we have the song Pride. And I do want to ask, Michael, have you been through a particularly difficult time in your life? Something that, you know, was really, really just um, painful? Well, I tell you, I mean, I, I've been through a lot. I wrote a book and discussed a lot of what I've been through in it. But, you know, the thing about pride, and I have pride, we all do. We all deal with that on a daily basis. Sometimes it can overtake us. I think there's a good pride. Like, obviously, when you're proud of your children, you know, if they've accomplished something and you're proud of them, that's a good pride. And that's okay. I know God is proud of us many times. And we're certainly, of course, all the time proud of God. But, you know, there's that pride, too. When when you get in an argument with a friend or a family member and you sever that relationship and you never rework things out or go to them in love to try to fix the issue. That's pride. Pride is keeping you from working that out. And that's what the song's about. The song is talking about how we let our pride destroy our friendships, our relationships, and our own personal values often. Because pride can consume us. And that's that's what the song's about. Simple musically, simple lyrically, but yet very powerful. And pride can be the death of you the death of your family, the death of your marriage, the death of your relationship with your children. I want to say this. I grew up in a home where my dad was intensely prideful. My mother was intensely prideful. They fought all the time. They would shun each other for days and weeks. My mom would shun us as children if we did something, wouldn't speak to us. And I'm going to be really blunt and honest that because I grew up in a home like that, that sometimes I have tendencies to go there because I really struggle with, okay, then what is an appropriate way to deal with this? How do I? And and this is recent something that's, that's happened. I'm raising four teenagers, so I'll just yeah, let y'all yeah. just drink that one in. <laughs> you it's know? important. To, it, it, it's all about humbling ourselves. And, yes, and that's, something sir. That, that's mm. the only way we can understand that and comprehend it and receive that is through Christ. Absolutely. I've had to fall on my knees so many times, go to my children and apologize because I, I behaved yeah. badly. I didn't mean to do it. It's sure. just, I yeah. did though. I am not too proud to go to yeah. them and say, look guys, I'm human. This is what I endured. This is what was normal to me. I am so sorry that I reacted that way. Please forgive me. We're all all sinners and we're all weak and we all make mistakes on a daily basis. And and pride is one of the biggest mistakes we make constantly. And and one of the biggest sins that we commit is pride. And we just don't realize it and we don't give it its credit often enough. But, you know, it's great to hear you say that because it's all about humbling ourselves. And obviously, they humble ourselves in the sight of the Lord, you know, mm, that's, yeah. that's important. It's it important. is. And my kids, they appreciate that. Yeah. They, they really do. So I want to encourage parents that are tuning in and your children deserve that. They deserve yes. it. And it's okay when we make mistakes. They need to know that we're human as well, because then it gives them the strength and the courage to also come clean exactly. or, or to come forward. But that's just that's going to shape them and teach them. You know, when you're humbling yourself uh, as a parent and they're going to see that and they're going to absorb it like a sponge. 
lives are going to apply that. That's right. So oh, so excited to share this song with you guys. The song is Pride by Striper. Michael, can't wait. Here we go.
just been on a journey today, Michael. How much fun. What a great song. All three of them are amazing. They all serve a great purpose. I love that you did the album to walk people through the Bible because, you know, one of the things that I do that I am just crazy about is trying to bring the Bible to people, but in I call it in layman's terms. It's difficult. It's scary. It's hard to open a Bible, try to decipher names, try to, you know, comprehend where they are and, and understand it. So any way that we can get fed the Bible in simpler terms to get someone started, I just well, get so excited. I, I agree. And I mean, there's so many different translations out there. So, you know, sometimes the Bible's hard to understand. If you get an original translation, you know, it, it speaks in another language mm-hmm, often. Mm-hmm. And it's difficult to take in, especially for today's younger generation. So there's there's many different translations. There's a living Bible. It's in very plain English. I would just recommend to someone to look for a translation that they can relate to. I think there's even, not to make light of it, but it is kind of funny, uh, there's even an uh, Ebonics version. Actually, I would probably benefit from that. I will tell you, I, I went to Liberty University and uh, majored in biblical studies. And I would okay. sit down and I'm like, oh my goodness, I, I have ADD. So what would happen is I would A, have a lot of things on my on my mind. And then B, I would get stuck on trying to pronounce the name or the town or whatever. So I'm trying to decipher that. And then the next thing I know, I've read the paragraph, but have no idea what I just read. So that I have to go back. I'm 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 ADHD. I talk about that in my book. I probably am too. But I was just, I was just diagnosed and I'm OCD and all that stuff. Me too, Michael. I am badly. You know what that makes us? That's what makes us who we are. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I bet your house, I bet your house, everything's in its place. Everything's immaculate and people always come over and they're like, how do you have nine children living in this house? And it is in perfect condition because I get up in the morning, I have a cup of coffee and I clean. And then before I go to bed, I clean and I'm happy and it's fine. It's fine. And because of your ADD, you probably respond with, what did you just say? Uh huh. Yeah, no, I do. And then I'm like, oh, look at the shiny little butterfly that just flew by. Yes, I'm. Yes. Yes. My poor sweet husband. He's like, baby, baby over here, honey, honey. I just need you for a second. God bless him. My family loves me anyway. But um, okay, Michael, we are out of time. Oh, my goodness. But I want to give this time over so you can speak your heart into my sweet friend who tuned in today to hear you, to hear your music and be uplifted. I just want to say that music is such a powerful tool. And we all that's the beautiful thing about music is we all love music. We like different types of music, but we all love music and we all relate to it. And, you know, for me to have the opportunity to come on your show and speaking to you right now, person listening, is amazing. And I hope that somehow, some way that the music of Striper that you heard today or that you hear in the future, you know, opens your heart to continue to hear more of God's Word. We love you. That's why we're here. 32 mm-hmm. years going, uh, and wow. we thank God for you. And we're still, we're planning on being around for a long time. God bless you, and uh, thank you for tuning in. It's been oh, a joy. Michael, you are such a blessing, and I just am so excited to have you today. And just, we'll be sharing this, sharing your CDs and tell me when you're in town because I'm there and if I'm flying out where you are I'm calling you. <laughs> we were just in town not long ago but I we're going to be there again next year. Oh. We'll be there in the summertime probably. Hey, where are you going to be because my show is heard globally. So where are you going to be heard? Oh, we're going to be we're going to be touring. We're going to be touring starting in April all the way through to November anywhere and everywhere. So people who want to know where we are, they can go to striper.com 
um, and they can look at the tour schedule and they'll see exactly where we're coming. To. Awesome. And that's Striper, S-T-R-Y-P-E-R. Dot com. And of course, you guys can come and find me at Amazing Hope Radio on Facebook or AmazingHopeRadio.com. And I will make sure you get connected with Striper and you'll get to find out all the details, where they're touring, you can get their CD and all that fun stuff. Michael, God bless you for joining us today and filling our hearts all up with hope. Until next week, guys, I can't wait. I'll see you then. Have a hope-filled day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.